0: stocks, bonds, ETFs, straight out of downtown Chicago. This is Zach's Market Edge.
1: Welcome to Zach's Market Edge, the podcast about investing in your life. I'm your host, Tracy Reinick, And this week I'm joined by Zach's senior strategist, Kevin Cook, who's also the editor of the Healthcare Innovators newsletter here at Zach's to talk about, of course, the healthcare stocks, because a lot's going on right now in that area. Of course, it always is, but it just seems like a lot more things are in the news right now. And most people aren't aware of the innovation that's really taking place in that sector. For most investors, of course, that's where we want to be. We want to be where the companies are on the cutting edge and they're making some breakthroughs because that's where the gains can really be made as an investor. But Kevin, everybody's been waiting forever for like the cures for cancer and Alzheimer's and they are working on those. And that will be huge when they finally do have the breakthroughs there. But there's a lot of other areas that are seeing breakthroughs right now that have big implications that I don't think anybody's really talking about.
0: Yeah. I mean, we, uh, since I run this portfolio, I happen to invest in quite a few biotechnology stocks yeah. because they're exciting and that's where the action is. And um, and we should mention that this week the Nobel Prize went to—that's right—went for immunotherapy, which yes, is teaching talked. your body's immune system to cure cancer. Yeah. So but I don't want to invest just in biotechnology right. and big pharma. So I look at lots of different companies that you could put under the umbrella of devices and instruments. Yeah. And, you know, there's dozens and dozens of companies that are doing cool things. Probably one of the most famous we should mention is Intuitive Surgical, right, which makes an advanced robotic surgical system for surgeons that enhances what a surgeon does. And, you know, that's that's been a stellar performer yeah. for the last... You know, 10, 15 years.
1: Now, wait a minute. On that on that note, we've been talking about that new book, The AI Superpowers. Uh-huh. Have you gotten it yet?
0: No, no. Okay.
1: Me neither. But I know, I think it's out now. Yeah, it, it just is. came out. Yeah. I
0: just retweeted him yesterday. Uh, Kai-Fu Lee.
1: Yeah. And in it, I always think of intuitive because he apparently is talking about how computers will be doing the surgeries mm-hmm. on us, and that's kind of what intuitive is heading mm-hmm. towards. So that's that's one we're going to have to cover once yeah. both of us have had a chance to read that
0: book. You know, last week, um, w- we take turns writing in some articles around here that we call the bull of the day. Yeah. And um, I knew coming into to Monday, I was going to write about a company called Penumbra. Okay. The symbol is P-E-N. And they make tools for surgeons that they are called described as neurovascular and peripheral vascular using catheters, so they can oh. go in and perform certain types of procedures using um, a, a catheter based technology. So it's about a five billion dollar medical device company. And so as I'm writing this on Monday morning last week, this is, the, this is the September 24th. The big news is a Barron's article which profiled research from Wells Fargo the investment bank saying Johnson and Johnson should buy these two medical device companies oh. and uh, and the two companies were Edwards Life Sciences okay which I own they yeah. ha- they have a catheter based technology that puts a new heart valve inside of you without surgery
1: right and then
0: Baxter was the other one and and okay. uh, the thesis was from the Wells Fargo analyst that that Johnson and Johnson, with its big diverse business, it needs more medical technology. Get away from the the drugs and the pharma. Yeah. And these were their two picks.
1: Why didn't they pick Penumbra?
0: Penumbra. Yeah. Because sorry. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that's
1: why I have you. It is a I'm tough bad one. at the names <laughs> <Yeah>. always.
0: <laughs> and and Penumbra is it's uh, you know it, they chose their name because it implies a shadow that's created off of a, a certain object mm-hmm. and and specifically since they have. Uh, neurovascular procedures w- uh that treat stroke when a patient has a stroke uh-huh. that those that tissue can die in your brain yeah. when it's starved of blood and oxygen and it creates a dark mass and uh, and penumbra has special procedures vacuums they can go in there and hopefully pull the clot out and and save somebody's life you know much quicker than than we're used to when we Yeah uh, that's amazing. we have
1: but, but ed- nobody—they're not. I mean, with a five billion market cap, you said you would.
0: Well, I—they're on my I radar. Yeah. yeah. Here's my theory. So Edwards Life Sciences. I love this company. We we owned it. Uh, we bought it last year under hundred bucks, because it's just so amazing to think that they can give someone a new heart valve using a catheter going into yeah. their leg. That this little that this thing unfolds in the heart. They can take the catheter, go up to the heart. And then unfold the new heart valve. Does
1: the patient have to be put under an anesthesia? For I that?
0: believe it. Not not always. Oh, okay. But the, but the main idea is that if you're talking about an elderly patient, you know, somebody who's over seventy, yeah, they don't, Doctors really don't want to do open heart surgery no. on somebody that Mm-mm. that age. And if so they can give them a new heart valve, and so this procedure has been performed thousands of times. The other thing I love about Edwards is you know that um, the namesake. Miles Edwards, I believe was his name. He was a hydraulic pump engineer huh. in the 50s. And he had a heart condition when he was young, and he always dreamed about... He always, since he made mechanical pumps, he saw the heart as a pump, and he thought, you know what, I bet you we can du- duplicate the heart. And he, he knew some uh, some surgeons on the West Coast, and he went and shared his idea with them. And one of them said, you know what, trying to duplicate the heart uh, as a f- complete pump is going to be an enormous task. Why don't we just start with one piece? Why don't we just see if we can do the valve? And they did. And it was just in this, I I believe they rolled out the first one in the late 60s, early 70s. And it's just been a phenomenal growth story. So, But I think Edwards had over a 50 billion market cap. I don't think Johnson & Johnson will buy them. So that's why I look at small companies like Penumbra. Right,
1: right. So Edwards, the ticker there is EW, Mm -hmm. right? Okay. Um, Yeah, both of those, all of that area seems really cutting edge right now.
0: Yeah. We think of the innovation happening in biotech, but you got to realize that there's, right. uh, there just like uh, uh, Edwards in, in the 50s and 60s, you know, innovation, you know, people who invent, they sit around and they think of ideas and they're like, we've got to be able to do that better for the human body in some way, or, you know, and supplements. So, I mean, you can talk about uh, prosthetic limbs, um, yeah. enhancements, f- you know, for all types of, of life's problems so to speak. When I look at the industries, I just took a fresh look this morning if I go on zax.com and I look at the um, the sectors and I go into the medical sector, you know, medical sector for us is is one of our really our largest sectors. So it's, yeah. al- it's almost anywhere between 750 and 800 companies that we cover with the Zacks rank in the medical sector. Well, inside of that, the yeah, the dominant place is biotech and genetics, right? You know, almost 300 companies. But for instruments, we have 88 companies in our in- instrument mm-hmm. category. We have 69 companies right now in our products category. And so we don't have a, uh, an in- industry category called devices, but devices, anything that could be considered a device would be un- under products or, or instruments. And I should mention there are, uh, we have 31 companies in medical services. And one that comes to mind here that I usually think of a de- as a device is biotelemetry. This is a stock yes. you and I have talked about. We I, have. I've owned it. Um, I let go of it too soon. Yeah, that
1: ticker is Beat. Yeah, E-E-A-T. So they make
0: a device to monitor your heart. Yeah, that people can wear.
1: It's like it's wireless though, right? Exactly. Yeah.
0: And so the what makes them a service though is that their primary business is monitoring. Right. It is collecting the data, letting yeah. letting a physician know, letting a patient know, hey, you could be having some kind of cardiac event, or, or maybe just monitor this data. You know, there's a fibrillation, you know, abnormal heartbeat, whatever it is. And then you collect this data. And here we are in the big data economy. That data is useful for the individual and the physician. But they're also conducting research with Apple because Apple wants to be in this space too well, with yeah, the this, iWatch.
1: Right. That was my next question as you were saying all of that. The first thing that came into my mind is was the iWatch and that they basically want to turn that into like a medical device.
0: Absolutely. The watch because there's so much value to be gained, you know having something monitor your vitals yeah. and then you have that data for yourself, you have it for your physician. And then ultimately, I think Apple would like to be able to to aggregate the data across the population and either sell it or yeah. whatever yeah be able to use it for research at least right
1: Now I did notice that bio, how do you pronounce it telemen yeah, telemetry? Yeah, bio
0: telemetry. Telemetry.
1: Okay. They had their best quarter ever just this last quarter and they raised full year guidance. But what is what are the odds of them maybe getting bought out by someone uh, like Apple?
0: I thought it was high and that's why I owned okay. it. that's why I owned it last year but at the time it, like Wall Street hated the stock. I it seemed like I owned it at $35 for okay. a year and it wow. just it just went nowhere yeah. even even after they announced the research partnership with Apple. Oh. The stock did nothing. And so, but now it is. Yeah, as soon as I of sold, it, it took off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's usual. They have a two billion market cap, so not they're pretty small, right? Still, okay. Yeah, I like companies like that that are doing these, you know, just practical things. I I'm going to put you on the spot because I don't know if, what's going on in this area, but is there anything that you've heard on like the the eye area, like muscular degeneration? That's a big issue with worldwide. And as the baby boomers are are aging, the a lot of the eye issues. I would think there would be companies that are really in that area.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I own biotechs that right. focus on different aspects okay. of the eye, but I but I am actually not familiar with any companies that are uh, creating specialized devices yeah. or instruments okay. for eye degeneration. Okay. So that that's definitely an area to look into.
1: Yeah, I I took a look at some of the companies that were in our various industries and even just looking up the medical products category, Mm -hmm. it was 132 companies. And I just, I just searched for that and then I scrolled through, but that's, that's one of the challenges I feel for investing in this area, which is why I invite you on this podcast, (laughs) (laughs) because unless you stumble across some of these, either in a podcast like this or you are always looking at them. So that's how you stumble across or it becomes a hot stock somehow, on on the stock market, Um, but there's a lot of these smaller, small cap players that you really, most people have never heard of. How do I find these? How would I find a a beat?
0: Well, okay. So uh, just like I walked you through before, I went to the Zacks sector page. Okay, So on on Zacks.com, if you hover over the stocks tab, you can go down to Zacks sector rank, or you can go straight to Zach's industry rank. Well, the industry rank will list hundreds of industries ranked, but so it's best just to go to Zach's sector rank. Okay. Then you'll see the sixteen sectors that we cover, and you just uh, expand medical, and then you'll see all the industries under medical, and then okay. you can go into the instruments, right? The products, the services, and you'll see all the stocks listed. Okay. And you know the way the Zach system works for listeners who don't know. We rank stocks based on their earnings momentum, which means have analysts recently raised or lowered estimates. And that's where we give our, you know, our strong buy, number one strong buy rank and number two um, buy rank. And you could start with those companies, but you can still look at them all because the rank can change, you know, from month to month, quarter to quarter. So that's a great place to find them all. And then you can also use our, our screening tools yeah. to you know sort out hey what's the, can i see the sales growth i mean on any individual company you can go in and see what's their sales growth like right. uh because even if they're not profitable that doesn't mean like let's say they have no pe you know right. you get that's na common. yeah not not <laughs> applicable there's no pe yeah. because they're not profitable that doesn't mean you want to ignore that company right you want to see because if they have strong sales growth that's the path to profitability hopefully yeah. and uh so you want to be Then you can start building watch lists, and we have you can you can go under our portfolio section and create dozens of portfolios. I have dozens myself. Okay. So I might I have some for instruments. I have some for biotech. I have some. um, I used to have some for energy, but I I leave that to you now. (laughs) (laughs) You've
1: ditched out of that one. Yeah. For for some reason, I'm I'm now the the energy expert. But how? What What is your take on some of these that? Maybe are trying to develop these devices, but they don't yet have FDA approval on whatever it is they're doing. What What is your take on buying them pre the approval or just waiting until they get the approval?
0: Yeah, as far as a device that I think that can be very tricky. Yeah, I'll do that with biotech because okay. because biotech, I can, I can the the pipeline seems more visible to me. I can go on the okay. company website. I can look at, okay, are they in phase one, two? Are they in phase two, three? What do the analysts think the prospects are? What has the stock done? You know, you can I can find a lot of research. It's a little bit trickier for device companies but you just came up with one recently that I found really yeah. interesting that just got approved.
1: Yeah, this is how I come up with mine. I I just read Business Week because <laughs> <laughs> they do have some good ideas in there. And, the, uh-huh. and I stumbled across this one in the latest issue of Business Week. And the company is called Vericell. Um V-E-R-I-C-E-L is the name. And the ticker is V-C-E-L now. And what they are doing is a procedures kind of product it would be a product where they are not replacing but enhancing your collagen specifically in your knee so that you can avoid having a knee replacement um so it is like a surgical procedure, but it's far easier on your body than re- replacing the full knee, obviously.
0: Because collagen is a core substance of, of the your cartilage. cartilage, right? Yes.
1: And so that's usually the problem most people have when they have the knee problem. Like the cartilage is just gone. So what they do is they go in and harvest some of your own cells and then they grow those in the lab and then they combine it. I'm doing some, you know, the non-scientific analysis here. They combine it in the lab with um their, they say, in proteins and nutrients for 10 days. And so they grow more and then they put it back in. They use a living mesh scaffold that is about an inch across and two inches high. And then they, the doctor cuts that down to the size of the damage in the patient's knee. They ins- cut a small incision and then they insert it, insert it in there to cover where the damage is. And then it basically grows back on where the damage is. And then there's no glue or anything involved or there's no stitches. Right.
0: It's organic. <laughs> yes, and
1: so that is all better too for the patient. And some of the people who've done it in the trials that they've had so far. And then now it was approved in December 2016 by the FDA. So they have seen really good results with this kind of procedure. And they've trained a little bit over nine, or they think by the end of this year, 2018, a little over 900 surgeons will be trained in the technique. Now, the only thing kind of holding it back from mass use is that it's expensive right now. Okay, Just the scaffold part of it itself, which entails you know growing that all in the lab and all of that and that's not the surgeon to actually insert it and everything that is forty thousand dollars So a lot of insurance companies are kind of like, meh, I don't know what the knee replacement cost is, but I'm sure they're looking at, you know, the differences, but with new procedures, they do start off a lot more expensive and then slowly the price usually declines. But some of the analysts on this company think that it could be about 10,000 to 15,000 patients just in the United States alone. It's not even international. And that would be about 700 million a year in revenue. For this okay. small little company, I'm
0: looking at uh, their, their quote page here on Zacks.com. Yeah. So it's called Vericel, and this ticker is VCEL. It's a Zacks number two rank buy right now. Yeah. But it's got a value and growth scores of F.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> and it's a it's a six hundred million dollar company.
1: Yeah. Let's small. see
0: what their sales are right now. So their sales they might bust a hundred million next year.
1: Yes, because I think they're supposed to do about eighty this year.
0: Okay. Um, so it's not. Well, on a price to sales basis, it's not terribly expensive for a medical right. company. Um, yeah. I mean, biotechs tend to trade in that area of ten times sales, uh, even before they have approval. Yeah. If this company has approval, so it's a, it's a matter of if they can, if their growth story evolves, and as you say, probably the biggest thing is, is it cheaper than a new knee? Right. And if it is, then insurers will be like we're on board
1: yes once they get it to that mm-hmm. level um but i i presume most people would rather keep their knee especially if they're on the younger side <laughs> yeah than getting the knee replacement which is pretty common once you you know reach older years mm-hmm. so yeah there's there's these interesting little companies that i want to tell you about know.
0: another one i own this so okay. in full disclosure um it's called axogen um the symbol is axgn um, this is, let's see how big the area, yeah, one, about 1.3, $1.4 billion market cap. And I, I, l- I, like to look at companies in that one to 2 billion yeah. area because, you know, they've reached some degree of recognition and success. Right. Um, and they're, you know, they could be takeover candidates. Like I mentioned, Medtronic bought Mazor, um, the, which is the Israeli spinal technology company, Mazor Robotics, that symbol is M-Z-O-R. They paid Medtronic had already uh, put a big toe in the water. They they owned about twenty percent of the company. Okay, and so and it's important to know that who who owns yeah. part of a company because that means it might be off limits. That's right. You know, so Johnson and Johnson isn't going to come in. No, when Medtronic already owns twenty percent. So, yeah. so uh, the, uh Medtronic completed that transaction at about one point six four billion. But oxygen is really interesting to me because they make specialized uh tools and products for nerve repair okay and this is very important for anybody who's damaged their hand because you know how important your hands are so they can do they offer surgeons these uh specialized tools and meshes and whatnot to go in and repair the nerves in your hand and and other parts of your body so um i I find it to be an interesting company it's it's had quite a run i think let me see here the uh the fifty-two week low is eighteen dollars, and it ran as high as fifty-six. Wow! Um, okay, and we decided to to get in in, in the low forties, and it's it's gone against us. But you know, we're paying a premium here. Do for- they have a PE? Uh, they do not. Okay. They're working on that. So they're growing the sales and not profitable yet. So, um, okay. but that's I, I'm not saying go out and buy oxygen because yeah. it's a takeover candidate. I'm saying this is an example of things that I look at. Yeah. Um, it,
1: and they, um, this is an approved product that yes. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, and they have a competitor. I should mention uh, Integra Life Sciences. Iart, I A R T is the symbol there. Um, currently a rank four. Um, it's near its uh, fifty-two week highs, I believe, around sixty-four bucks, and it is a five and a half billion dollar company uh, with that is profitable. I see uh, they're sporting a forward PE of about twenty-seven right now.
1: Okay. So yeah, bigger, bigger competitor there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, this is a lot of good ideas because these are the things I like to hear about and nobody really talks about. You do hear about the bigger players like Edwards, um, but a lot of these small ones, they're just out there. Yeah. Un- unknown.
0: I want to mention one more thing. I just uh, uh, wrote a report for Zach's Confidential subscribers last, yeah. last night um, on, just on biotech. So yeah. if anybody wants to catch up on biotech. Um, you know, that report is is through Zach's Confidential.
1: And don't you have the CRISPR, that updated report? Yeah, is that should be too, coming out it? soon.
0: One cool thing, like Monday was just full of biotechnology news. Um, besides the uh, the Nobel Prize for immunotherapy, yeah. um, right now in, is it out in Denver, I think? No, oh, I forgot what city it's in. Um, there is the Synthetic Biology Conference. It's oh. called... Synth Bio Beta or something like that. And this is all about engineers and scientists and biologists who want to create new chemicals, formulas, fuels, medicines, whatever, using biology. So they call the field Synthetic Biology. Okay. And, um, you know, there's no telling what's going to come out of there. You yeah. Know, uh, and so that conference is going on um, this week. And uh, I think that's... That's definitely an area of science fiction that I don't know that much about.
1: (laughs) Is there any good resources for investors to, um, you know, get information about what's happening at these conferences? Is there like a a journal or something where they'll do like an update about new announcements that are made or anything that we could use? I
0: mean, the... They all have great websites, you okay. know. So for like the Synth Beta Bio conference, um, you know, you just go on the website. So that's the best, and, place. yeah. And then you're 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 seeing. Okay. Hopefully, they post interviews. Yeah. Um, I I've spent this. I spent the morning watching interviews with the Nobel Prize winners in immunotherapy, and that led me down all sorts of different paths. Oh, yeah. there's there's uh, this work going on at this at this research university, and that's the other thing too. Is in anything that's Biology-related or medical-related, um, we have all these public companies, but, you know, they're also aligned with the universities because right. that's where the, you know, core research is going on because it, it's so, um, you know, it's so uh, intensive in terms of materials and resources needed to do the research.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's recap some of the tickers. I've been trying to keep track, so I might miss a couple, but hopefully not. Okay, so we had Edwards Life Sciences. That's E-W. We also had biotelemetry. Biotelemetry, right, (laughs) That's B-E-A-T, the penumbra, however you pronounce that one, penumbra. How can I not say that? Is that right? Okay, (laughs) P-E-N is that one. Um, we had, uh, Axigen, A-X-G-N, and the competitor, Integra Life Sciences, I-A-R-T. We had Vericell, V-C-E-L. Is that everybody?
0: Well, when I, um, we should, med- Medtronic.
1: Oh, Medtronic, MDT. yeah. MDT. MDT is Who that just one? bought,
0: uh, Mazor. Of the
1: big guys.
0: M-Z-O-R. Okay. Um, and, and that's not been approved yet. It probably will be approved, and it'll probably, okay. it'll probably close. But uh, nobody
1: wants to be an MZOR because they're being bought
0: out. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you don't go out and buy M- Mazor because no. uh, you know, you'll see the stock should be flatlined right now. Yeah. at the takeout price. Okay. I think it was like fifty-eight fifty.
1: Yeah, that's something to watch. Um, the takeovers of all these. We did mention Johnson and Johnson a couple times, so we'll we'll say them J and j is the ticker there
0: yeah the, you the, want the old the behemoth you yeah know, who are they gonna buy next <laughs> right right one of the
1: big guys okay well we'll definitely be doing this again because there are so many different avenues you can go down with healthcare and a lot of interesting things going on yeah so. I got to
0: research the uh the eye stuff see if there's anybody out there doing I know yeah. medical technology you know not Not drugs or therapy, but medical technology for eyes.
1: Yeah, yeah, because that could be a big area, too. Okay, and as always, you can get all of our podcasts if you subscribe, so don't miss a single episode. You can get us on Apple Podcasts under Zach's Market Edge and also on SoundCloud under the same name. So get us every week, and I'll be back again next week with some more stocks.